2: Welcome, welcome, and welcome to the morning report. Uh, we appreciate you being here, um, here on the Pack Media Network. And um, it is—it's going to be an interesting, an interesting report this morning. Two things that are fairly different um, to bring to you. The first is, oh my God, who are we becoming? Who are we becoming? And I want to talk about culture for a second I mean, because a lot of people don't, you know, don't understand the importance of culture. And this is part of and this is this is what, what, I'm about, what I'm going to talk about is really part of our is really becoming part of our culture. And culture is just my definition of culture is just what we do and what we will accept. As a culture, as a people, not as an individual. You understand, don't get don't get all bent out of shape because I'm saying that you accept, especially the behavior that I'm going to bring to you, that you accept it. But as a culture, as a people, do we accept it? Do we allow it to go on? Do we speak out against it? Are we doing anything really to slow it down or stop it? Because if we're not really doing anything together, to slow it down, to stop it, then are then we are giving tacit approval to it. I want you to keep that. So sort of like it's like church, hold that place in your Bible. We're going to go to another thing which is completely different. Uh, I had a conversation um, this morning with a uh, a young man. His name is Christian Acosta. Christian Acosta is running for the U.S. House seat in District Twenty One in Florida. Uh, I was supposed to have him on another platform that I use, but because of and I bl- and I'm gonna blame Microsoft because of the Microsoft update I think I finally figured out what what the update did the update went and set and reset all of your settings back to some default setting and so my microphone that I'm using now that you were enjoying my dulcet tones on was actually. Not set to be my default, and the microphone that's on my computer doesn't work. As a matter of fact, none of the sound capabilities on my computer work. As a matter of fact, a few a, a year or so ago, they they caught, they caught fire. <laughs> they caught fire. I had the I had the system board replaced, but I think the the sound portion of the system board is separate. And they have never worked. And they haven't worked in, golly, three years now. So when it reset back to that, the driver, that driver still installed, then the microphone didn't work. You understand. Um, So I couldn't do the interview. Um, The gentleman called in, and he called me on the back channel, on my, my, the back channel, the back channel, on my my back phone, on my LG 40. And uh, we had a conversation about a half an hour, and it was just wonderful. Delightful guys. Great. And, um, I can't officially be a part of his campaign, I guess, but I can sure as heck talk him up. I can sure as heck direct you to his website. I can sure as heck direct you to do the right thing and help this guy get elected. Cause I'm a, cause you know, we talked for a half an hour and I'm a fan. I'm a fan that he called me and had a conversation with me when he didn't have to, he's super busy. You know, and he understood and he was gracious, and that goes a long way. So, we'll talk about him in just a minute. Uh, and we'll talk about this horrific event that is exposing what our new culture is. My name is Willie Lawson. This is The Morning Report. We'll be back right after these messages. <laughs>
0: y'all jeff foxworthy here now if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years you might be smoky bear
1: only you can prevent wildfires
0: that's why i'm filling in for smoky to switch things up because there's a lot more to say and i should know because my grandfather was a firefighter and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always (laughs) BYOB. No, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
1: Tom has been a teacher for over
2: 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but
0: he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
2: When it comes to parenting, there are no
0: perfect answers. But that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same.
1: For more information on adoption, visit adoptuskids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council.
2: All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the um, program. We appreciate that you are here. Uh, I was cruising around like I am um, prone to do on Twitter. And I told you I got to get off Twitter because Twitter is a cesspool. And every time I get on Twitter, I have, to, I have to go take a bath. I mean, I have to go. First of all, here's what I have to do I have to take a shower. Then I have to soak and get whatever is, you know, sucked into my skin and in my spirit, get that out of me. And then take another shower. You know, it's just... It's such a cesspool. It's such a dirty, awful, terrible thing. Twitter is everything that's wrong with social media. I'm just saying. Twitter is everything that's wrong with social media. Everything that's wrong with it. But anyway, I'm I'm on Twitter. And um, I see a post from Wayne Dupree. And if you don't follow Wayne Dupree, you should... Or go to WayneDupree and you know and, and subscribe to his website or whatever or and find a way to, to, to listen to his radio program because Wayne Dupree is very very good. Uh, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, but Wayne Dupree had a um, uh, an article uh, that he that he posted about a kid in Brooklyn who was in a fight over some girl. Some 16- year-old boy uh, and an 18-year-old man in a fight over some girl, and the 18 year- old stabs the 16 year-old in the chest, stabs him in the chest over some girl. Now, there's a bunch of kids there, and you know what they're doing? You guessed it. They are videoing it with their they're videoing the kid on the ground with their phone. Now, everybody's got a phone. Now, I'm going to make the assumption that some of those phones are actually hooked up. You know, not just recording video that they can take home and put on on Facebook or put on Twitter or put on, uh, you know, a whatever later. That somebody could have freaking called 911. Dang, I want to cuss, but I'm not going to. Um that someone could have called nine one one. Well, as it turns out, they didn't. As it turned out, this kid bled out. He died. He actually died. Now you think, how is this possible? Did, could did they see blood? Well, they probably saw uh, the the wound, but a lot of times, well, I, a number of times anyway. So when you stab someone and then there's internal bleeding. He doesn't know. It's not like TV. It's not like a horror movie where where the blood just comes spurting out of some you know some, some hole and and it, it's it's like a horror movie. Sometimes people slowly bleed to death internally, and that that's what was happening with this kid. And it's it's horrible. It's just horrible. I I I can't imagine being a parent and having your kid get stabbed. First of all, in a fight over some girl getting stabbed um, is one thing. And then having a group of it, it wasn't like he was he got stabbed in an alley somewhere and nobody knew. and He fell down and died. That would be horrible enough. But the idea that there were people there and nobody called for help. There may or may not have been anything anyone could have done. But the idea that there were people there and they were videoing your son dying and none of them thought, oh, crap, we better call an ambulance ambulance or something. Somebody should call 911 or something. He doesn't look good. Nobody, it just never occurred to any of them. You know, and, and and some of the responses were, these people are kids, these people are animals, you know, and it was all, you know, but the idea is, these are people that this society, this culture are raising. Now, people in the comments, I try not to read comments because they make me crazy, um, are, you know, are, are blaming everything. You know, this is the, the insensitivity. Yes, but it isn't just culture problem in the larger sense parenting situation What what are parents telling kids what are we telling kids every day how are we behaving in a way that you could have a group of kids not just kids from one family but a group of kids and none of them decide what's the matter Oh, he's been stabbed. Well, I'm gonna call nine one one. Or there should be if there if there are ten kids, four of them should have called nine one one. Somebody should have called somebody. Even if he was stabbed in the arm or in a hand, but he got stabbed in the chest. And slowly bled out. And nobody decided to call 911. Nobody decided to call for help. A lot of them videotaped or videotaped. Listen to me being old. They videoed the event. They documented the event. But they didn't call for help. Where are we? it is easy to hold those people, those kids responsible for their actions or inactions. And I'm doing just that. But I think there's a larger question. There's a much larger question. How did they get there? And I'm not someone who believes they got there on their own. I'm not, I'm not someone who believes that they got there on their own. I am of the mind that we all help them get there. That we all let them get there. When I say we, I don't just mean social media because it's easy to blame social media. My guess is that every one of those phones were bought by an adult. I know that all the social media all the social media platforms are run by adults now whether they're whether they're you know what in your camp politically or not is simply not important at this point. They are all run by adults. Facebook is not a children of the corn kind of thing it's run by adults it's they don't have a bunch of thirteen year olds working at facebook It's all adults. It's, a, it's an 18 and over kind of thing the same thing with Twitter the same thing with Snapchat the same thing with Instagram you hear me so all the social media platforms are run by grown-ups all of them you know and even I mean YouTube and even some of the channels on YouTube are on, all run by g- grown-ups. World star. World star, right? That they do, vi- I mean, they do videos of, of, of ghetto fights, girl fights that get millions of views. All run by adults, not run by children. So this isn't just a kid problem, this is a grown-up problem this is a grown up consideration our grown ups are going our grown ups going to stand up and start raising their kids again and not abdicating their responsibilities to schools and to everyone else around you you know this idea of take the village to raise a child bullshit We cannot let the village raise our children. We cannot allow the village to raise our children. We must have the character to raise our, and, and the ability and the strength to raise our own children. Because this incident is what we see when we allow the village. Because there are people and entities in the village that do not have your child's best interest at heart. You hear what I'm saying? So this whole idea that it takes a village, we cannot subscribe or subscribe to that theory anymore. The streets cannot raise your kid. It is not the village, you know, what? and we are, and a lot of us talk about, you know, I remember the time where, you know what, if you did something on the corner, by the time you got back to your house, uh, your mother knew because everybody told on you. Well, that was different. And I'll tell you why that was different, because everybody had the same values on that street. So when Miss Millie saw you doing something bad and she called your mom, she knew that your mom would, would tear your ass up because they had the same values. We don't have the same values. This is why there's no such thing as common sense. And I hate when people say that because they just, they really just misread what common sense is and where it comes from. Common sense comes from a common or a shared set of values and a shared set of, of um, principles and experiences. And if you don't have that, then there isn't anything common about it. So you can't have any common sense. So people say, well, common sense isn't very common anymore because, again, we are expecting that a lot of us have the same values and and the same experiences. Thus, we have the same sense about a particular thing. And the first part is not true. We don't have the same values and or the same experiences. So we can't have the same common view on something. That's the only way that you can have common sense. Um, so the only thing that we're looking at when we're talking about raising children is that we that we simply can't allow the vil- quote the village to raise our children. It's because you just don't have any idea. Do you have the same values as as Zuckerberg does from Facebook? Do you? How about Jack, at Jack at on? On Twitter? Do you have the same values as the people who run Instagram? Do you have the same values as the people who run Tumblr? Do you have the same values as the people who run YouTube? Do you have the same values as the people in your school? You know what? Who teach your kids? Do you have the same values? Do you have the same values? Are the very same things important to you? Are they? My guess is that you don't. So yes, it is an up, it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to be an uphill battle. But unless we're telling our kids or we're we're honest and open about what our values are and they can see that, you're you are going to lose the battle with your kid and your kid's going to be the one standing over the dying child with his phone out taking video. How would you feel, you know, not only if you were the parent of the dead child, but if you knew your kid could have done something, but they decided to videotape the event or, or video the event instead? Instead of calling for help, how would that make you feel if that was your kid who decided not to call 911 to get help for the dying child? How would you be able to look the parent of the dead child in the face? How. I'll be back. Right after these messages.
3: And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse, because prediabetes can be
2: reversed.
1: Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Prediabetes Awareness Partners.
2: This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance Um, The network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at Arm Citizens Legal Defense Network Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Uh, just having a little fun. Listen, this morning, um, at ten o'clock, I was supposed to have an interview with a gentleman by the name of Christian Acosta. Christian Acosta is running for U.S. House, um, seat, uh, District Twenty-One, and um, right now there are like six Republicans in the race. One of them is Laura Loomer um, the um you know, the the, the jur- quote journalist, um, who's done some fun things like you know take a whole bunch of illegally immigrants and drop them off on Nancy Pelosi's front you know front yard. Uh, but she's actually running in that district as well um, I don't think that she'd make a really good representative for that district but anyway, she's running for that district and the same it's the same district that Marilago is in um, so there's a whole bunch of things but uh, the gentleman that caught my eye was a, a gentleman by the name of Christian Acosta Christian Acosta is is an Hispanic dude um, that's running in that district he was actually the the, the first to um to register to run to apply to run and is a um a novice basically and is and I've seen these kind of campaigns and this is this is tough sledding and and I and he, I'm sure that in the beginning because no other republicans had shown up he thought well possibly maybe this was going to be a situation where all he would have to do is wait um for the uh the democrat to You know to, to show up, and right now today, with the with the Republican primary being on August twenty fifth, I think yes, there has been no Democrat that has signed up to run for the spot. Although uh, Lois Frankel has won two times in a row, and the time before in two thousand and fourteen, she ran unopposed. So, and this is according to the people who study such things. A and you, I know you're going to ask this question. A D plus nine district, a D plus nine district, and there are only right now five or six candidate Republican candidates, and there are no Democrat candidates. Um, I think that they're probably doing something that um, Mr. Acosta and I talked about. We talked about you know Democrats have a tendency in these kinds of situations where they're in what they consider safe districts to. Um, run fairly orderly campaigns, especially fairly fairly orderly primaries, because it's, in their eyes, it's fairly safe. So I'm sure they're having a lot of the internal battling of of who's going to get to run, whose turn is it, and all the kind of things we talk about all the time. Um, And then what's going to happen is that Lois Frankel will probably be the anointed one unless she decides to anoint someone else um, all the Republican candidates can do is go out there and um, make themselves known as well as they can again the one with the most name recognition of course is Laura Loomer um, it's funny I, I, I saw her name and I was like why do I know this name and it's because she's the she's the media person in any case uh, I did have a you know and, and because of the technical situations Damn you, Microsoft um, and Windows. What happened, what happened was I found out I took me, it took me a little research. Unfortunately, it was not helpful for the on air presentation, which we are going to have going to have an on air interview with uh, Christian Acosta. Um, But this morning I could not get my microphone to load. I was using blog talk radio. And I couldn't get my microphone along, so of course I blame Ball Talk Radio because that's easy. Um, so I decided that I would. Um, I did a um, a pre show to to figure out what was going on or try to figure out what was going on, but I I, I couldn't, I couldn't. And by the time I got to the point where he called actually called in, uh, right at the time that, that that I had asked him to and. So I sent him a text message and we actually had a conversation on the phone. It was great. It was great. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you now. I like this guy a lot, a bunch. I really do. And uh, if you can find a way to support him, um, that would be fantastic. Now, we are, he and I are going to have a conversation, an on-air conversation, an interview, and I'm probably going to take that interview uh, and put it on as many of my media outlets as I can. But at this point, I don't want to help this dude. I like, I like him a lot. I like a lot. So let me give you the um, his campaign website. Take um It's voteacosta.com. Vote f o t e acosta a c o s t a dot com. Um, I think that when you go, if, you're, if you're in that South Florida area, uh, you, can go help. You, should, you should sign up to go help right now. Right for America, right for us. Um, and really kind of enjoying doing the interviews, the podcast and that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's, it's very, very exciting. And I think that um, you should hit the right button, help him out a few bucks. Uh, and you can do that anyway, even if you're not in, the, in his district, you can do that anyway. You know, 10 15 20 50 100 a $1,000 everything else. I've said this, and this is unfortunately true. The blood of campaigns is money. And he is really going to be in battle. I said, you know what? You're going to, if you win the primary, you are, it just started. The craziness just started. So, um, again, Christian Acosta, and you can go to voteacosta.com, voteacosta.com. Are we going to get out of here and make room for somebody else? So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself we will see you when we see you bye bye now
1: after my heart attack Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were
2: getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <laughs>